Welcome to Evidence Space Mommy. I'm your host, Dr. Samantha Radford, and I'm here to combine science and wellness to help parents and kids thrive. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Evidence Space Mommy. This is World Breastfeeding Week 2023, so happy World Breastfeeding Week to all of us. And the theme for, actually, we've got a whole month of breastfeeding celebration that we're going to be talking about. We're going to have some amazing guest speakers all month long. Super excited about it. But the theme for National Breastfeeding Month here in the United States is this is our why. So we're going to be talking about why breastfeeding is important, why we want to breastfeed, why breastfeeding is better, um, you know, when it's accessible for us, you know. So we're really going to start there this week with just like why breastfeeding is important. I want to talk some about personally, you know, this is my why for breastfeeding, but we're also going to be talking kind of larger scale why it's important for health globally. Are you excited to breastfeed, but you're not quite sure that you feel confident about it yet? Make sure you grab Breastfeeding 101, a toolkit to help you recognize hunger cues, know if your baby is feeding enough, and more. Grab Breastfeeding 101 for free in the show notes. So for me, the first thing, and it's this isn't necessarily the first thing you hear You know, if you go on to like a big site like WebMD or March of Dimes or whoever, they've got some great points, you know, that we'll get into about why breastfeeding is important. But the thing I'm going to say first isn't necessarily the first thing that they bring up. And the reason for me, my biggest why is the connection. So breastfeeding allows this connection, a really special connection that you can have with your baby. And of course, I am not saying that if you formula fed, you know, that you didn't connect with your baby or that you didn't love your baby or that you weren't attached or anything. I'm certainly not saying that. Um, But what I am saying is, of course, just the physical closeness of breastfeeding in and of itself, you know, that is like a good way to connect with your baby. The fact that we recommend skin to skin you know, especially with newborns and tiny, tiny babies when we're breastfeeding, that's a good way to connect with your baby. That physical touch helps. And a lot of why that helps is there's actually some chemical stuff, some hormone stuff, you know, like things in your brain that are happening that makes breastfeeding special and that helps you to connect more. So whenever you release breast milk, Um, That's triggered by a rush of oxytocin. So oxytocin is what we call the love hormone or the connection hormone. Um, It's a hormone in your body that causes you to bond with someone. And so breastfeeding specifically causes you to release that hormone. It also specifically causes your baby to release that hormone. So a lot of times it really can help with connection with your baby. So that's probably my favorite thing. And I mean, let's be real, you know, getting to cuddle up with your baby, either sitting in a recliner with them or cuddled up, you know, beside them, however you choose to nurse, it's just really sweet and warm and cozy and happy. And, you know, it really does help you feel connected to your baby a lot of times. Now, with that said, of course, it's possible that maybe you're dealing with some postpartum hormones that are kind of making you not feel that connection. I was just listening to someone else's podcast today about how the first couple weeks with their baby, they hated it. They didn't feel any attachment to the child. You know, they 
they didn't say whether they breastfed or not. And they very well may have. Um, I don't know. But what they were saying was they had these feelings of like, oh my gosh, my life is just upended. And I hate doing this. And I just want to go back to the way it used to be. So, I mean, that's possible. You know, just because you're breastfeeding doesn't guarantee that that won't happen. If you're having those kinds of feelings, that's your hormones. It's not because you're a bad mother or you're bad at this or whatever. It just means that you need some help. So find a way to get some help. You know, that's okay. But all I'm saying is that generally speaking, breastfeeding tends to lead to a better connection and attachment with your baby. And honestly, um, it makes things easier. Like if you're going to be, you know, putting them straight to tap, so to speak, that's a lot easier than having to get out a bottle and, you know, mix up formula and do all this stuff and then sterilize all the bottles afterwards. It's just a lot easier, you know, to just nurse them right then and there. It makes it to where you can probably get to feed them faster, you know, because the faster that you recognize a baby's hunger cues and you respond to those cues by feeding them, the better it is for everybody. You know, you may have heard the phrase, babies who cry less, cry less. And that's true. You know, the faster that you can get to where you respond to their cues, the happier they're going to be overall and the less likely they are to like freak out in the future. So breastfeeding helps with that just because, you know, you can get right there to them and feed them without having to go through the five minutes or whatever it takes to make a bottle first. And as your baby gets older, we're talking mostly, you know, brand new babies right now, but breastfeeding is a whole thing that we can talk about that we do talk a lot about with, you know, nursing babies past the first year. You know, now the recommendation in both by the World Health Organization and by the CDC here in the United States is to breastfeed for at least the first two years. Um, It makes things easier. So, you know, for one thing, when they're tiny, you don't have to carry around the bottles and like the formula and all that stuff when you're going anywhere. But even as they get older, it's a parenting tool. So it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, nurse them every single time something goes wrong. But if they're upset, you know, a lot of times they'll be calmed down by nursing. If they go and they're running around the playground, you know, as little ones and they fall and skin their knee, a lot of times nursing them makes them feel better. Um, It just, it's a tool that's really useful. It makes getting them to sleep easier. No, it's not a bad habit for babies to nurse to sleep. That's actually like how their bodies are wired to do. Like they are supposed to (laughs) feel cozy and happy and sleepy when breastfeeding. It makes perfect sense for them to go to sleep while nursing. You're not doing something wrong if you happen to, you know, let them fall asleep at the breast. Like, please let them fall asleep at the breast. That's a good thing. So, you know, it just is this tool that makes things easier. Now, after that, we're going to kind of get into more of the stuff that you tend to hear whenever you're reading like big websites about breastfeeding. But it's important for us to talk about it. Some of these things like I've been, you know, looking at this for over 10 years now. So I forget that it's even though it's old to me, it's not old to everybody else. So I want to try to remember to get back to those basics too. So breast milk, you know, is perfectly designed for a baby. It has just the right kinds of fats, the right kinds of proteins, and the right kinds of sugars. Not only the right kinds, but the right amounts 
of all these things and it to be perfect to help, you know, a baby to grow and do all the stuff they need. It has DHA, which is a special kind of fatty acid that helps with brain development. You know, it's already in there. We don't have to add it to it. It has just exactly the right vitamins and minerals that babies need. Um, if you, if you remember to have, let the cord blood, you know, stop pumping and all that stuff before you cut a bo- the cord right when a baby's born, your baby has all the iron reserves it needs. So for example, you know, breast milk doesn't have a ton of iron in it, but at the same time, your baby has all the iron stores that they need till about six months, which turns out that's about the same time that they start eating solids. So like it's all set up, you know, to work the way your baby needs. Not only that, but breast milk has antibodies in it. So these are special amino factors that fight germs. So babies are less likely to get ear infections. They're less likely to get lung infections, which can be really, really dangerous, you know, particularly under four months old. So less likely to get all these diseases that are a problem for babies and that, you know, when you breastfeed because you have all these things that fight those germs. Now, that's not to say that your child will never get sick or never have an ear infection. Um, Two of my children, when they were toddlers, had to get tubes in their ears because they got a lot of ear infections. But that was just like, that was due to the shape of their ear canals. It's not because there was something wrong with my breast milk. It was just like, you know, their dad had to get tubes in their ear, his ears when he was a little bitty guy. You know, it could have been worse if I wasn't breastfeeding them. Who knows? Our next breastfeeding fact is one that might be one of the most important. Something that's absolutely huge is that breastfeeding reduces the risk of sudden infant death syndrome or SIDS. And we know, you know, that's such a scary thing to think about. And it's definitely something we want to prevent. So breastfeeding especially helps with that. So most of the time when we're talking about these health effects of breastfeeding, we're thinking really short term. You know, we're thinking for those first few weeks or first few months. But the great thing is it breastfeeding also has these long-term effects for health. So things that can affect your child's lifelong health, lifelong health risks for all sorts of stuff. So breastfeeding your child, and again, the longer that you breastfeed, the better. So if you breastfeed for even a day, that's great. You know, just that first day of giving your baby colostrum helps clear the meconium out and helps coat their digestive tract so that they're you know, safer for their whole life. But the longer your breastfeed, the better these other benefits that I'm about to talk about are. So for example, breastfeeding your child reduces their risk of, you know, if you've got a little girl, it reduces their risk of ovarian cancer. It reduces the risk of breast cancer, certain breast cancers. It also reduces the risk of heart disease, of high blood pressure, of type 2 diabetes, all these things that honestly we have a big problem with here in the United States. And not only does breastfeeding, particularly breastfeeding, you know, for what people call an extended amount of time, affect your child's lifelong health, but it also affects your health. So a big, you know, we're talking about this is our why. Oh my goodness, the idea of reducing these risks for myself. So again, ovarian cancer, certain breast cancers, um, heart disease, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, all these things. And frankly, you know, my family, um, 
I have several family members with type 2 diabetes. My grandmother's had a heart attack. Her mother died of a heart attack. Um, my great aunt had breast cancer. Several of my family members had diabetes. I'm not sure if I mentioned that or not already. So I've got all these risks in my family that I really, you know, I don't want for myself. Certainly, I don't want them for my kids either. So me breastfeeding them is one of the best things I can do both for myself and for them. So, you know, that's the thing, you know, like I mentioned earlier, all these are big problems. You know, heart disease is the number one killer of women here in the United States. So this isn't just like, a, oh, that'll be nice. You know, it's a nice thing for you, but it doesn't matter for me. It's not. This is a public health thing. So promoting breastfeeding and telling, you know, the whys that breastfeeding is important promotes public health across, across the globe. It's just, it's amazing the difference it can make. And so with that said, you know, especially I said I want to protect my health, but I also want to protect my kids' health. One of the things that's been really cool as my oldest children, you know, get older, but I'm still nursing my younger ones. So my oldest daughter just turned 10 about a month ago. Yeah, just about a month ago. And my youngest is three and a half and he's still nursing. So, you know, my oldest daughter has seen either been breastfeeding herself. Um, she weaned when she was about two and a half or she's seen her siblings breastfeed literally her whole life. Actually, all my children have seen, you know, either themselves or their siblings breastfeeding their whole life, which is kind of wild to think about. But they see this normalized. They see that it's important to me um, that, you know, they see my work here with Evidence Based Mommy, the breastfeeding stuff that I do here. They see that we have formed a local breastfeeding coalition in our county. You know, they see me working with our friend, with Miss Megan to get the word out there and how important it is. So, I mean, they're, they're seeing this and that's, that is part of my why, not just for myself and not just for my community, although certainly those things, but for them, for them to know that this is important, both my boys and my girls, you know, know that this is important and that this is something that really matters and pr promotes health. And we can talk more about that as they get older and can have more sophisticated conversations about it, you know. And then finally, one of the great whys for breastfeeding, I think, is connection to our heritage. So, you know, we're going to be talking, like I said, this is National Breastfeeding Month here in the United States. So we're going to be talking next week to some representatives of the indigenous milk medicine movement. So for indigenous peoples here in the United States, they're going to talk about what lactation means for them. We're going to be talking to um, a group from the Asian Americans, Native Hawaiians, and Pacific Islanders, and how breastfeeding, you know, matters for them and for their culture. The theme of their week is telling our stories, elevating our voices, and isn't that an amazing idea? I love it. So week four of August, the last week of August, is going to be Black Breastfeeding Week, and they're going to be talking about celebrating connection in our communities. You know, there's lots of trauma associated with breastfeeding and lactation in the black community and how they've been treated, you know, through slavery and having to um, 
put their own children aside so that they can be wet nurses for white babies and all of that. That's something that they're really, I hope, getting the opportunity to reclaim and, you know, working on that. So that's something that is really important for their heritage. And then I would say the last week of World Breastfeeding or National Breastfeeding Month, but it's kind of the first week of September. It's sort of, you know, squished together. That's okay. It's going to be um, Latina Breastfeeding Week. So we're going to be talking to representatives from each of these groups, hopefully, and we're going to hear their stories and elevate their voices and talk about why it's important to them. And I love that idea. With that said, I would love to hear from you. So we've talked about great whys for breastfeeding. We've talked about connection with your kids. We've talked about connection with your community and your culture. We've talked about health reasons, both, you know, individual health and public health. We've all these great things and just, you know, simple day-to-day stuff about making your life easier. But I'd like to hear from you. So what are your reasons for breastfeeding? Tell us your why. And if you're newer, especially, you know, if you're still pregnant or if you have a brand new baby and you're just starting to breastfeed, I would love to invite you to get the Breastfeeding 101 Toolkit. I will be linking to that in the show notes and we will see you next week.